1: HD Smartcast You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast Smart money managers have a key rule never bundle your life insurance with your investments Bundled insurance plans as they are called neither give you a good life cover nor a good return worse in India these are built like traps This is a special edition of Money with Monica in which I'm decoding policy events and trends around the corona crisis as we go through this pandemic. Stress on incomes, job losses during the pandemic period means that all of us need to be even more careful about where we invest our money, how safe it is, and how it's going to do in the future. We need to stop buying bundled, life insurance plans in India because they destroy your savings and they neither give a good insurance cover. What products are these? These are the mix of whole life, money back, endowment, even guaranteed plans. They do very badly on metrics of opacity. They are opaque products. You don't know what really you are going to get back. The unit linked insurance plans are a little better but they don't compare that well in terms of transparency and flexibility when you compare them to mutual funds. How big is the problem? Financial year 2019, Indians bought 30 million of these products for almost a trillion of rupees. A trillion rupees of premium was collected to buy 30 million life insurance policies. 85% of the market is traditional, which is these money back endowment. So that is the kind of money which we push into these products, what is it that is so wrong about them? So let's unpack what this product is supposed to do. Its proposition is that it's going to give you a good return or safe return, as well as some what they call as free insurance. The typical policy offers you 10 times the premium of a life cover, which means if you're paying one lakh of premium, the policy is assuring 10 lakhs of cover, which means if an untimely death happens, the family gets 10 lakh. Now think about it. If somebody can afford a 1 lakh rupee premium, he's going to be earning at least 15 lakh a year, if not 20. What is 10 lakh rupees going to do for the family? The cover that you need, a rule of thumb says you need 10 times of your annual income, which means somebody who's earning 15 lakh will need 10 10 times that, 1.5 crore is what you need. If you try and buy a traditional policy endowment money back for that kind of cover, the premium will cost more than the annual income. So it doesn't give you enough life cover. These don't even give you good return. So if you do the maths, you take out the average annual return on these policies. The average policy returns between 2 and 4%. Around 3% average annual is what you get. Government bonds do better ppf does much better so why are they sold so hard why do so many indians end up buying these products you have to follow the money they're sold so hard because they are lemons if you really knew what they were going to do you would never buy them therefore the attributes are talked about in opaque terms nobody will ever give you the real cost of the product they will never tell you what really the rate of return on it is. They structure them so that you need a degree in maths, finance, law to figure out what really this is going to do. Why would they do that? You have to follow the money. You've got to see that the incentive structure is designed to make this a perfect trap for Indian savings. How is that? This is how it works. The first year commission is 42%. There's a ceiling of 42%. Illegally, we hear that the entire first year premium goes as commission to the agents, to the banks and under various heads. But let's say legally they get 42%. So after out of a 1 lakh of premium, 42,000 is going to the agent as commission in the first premium. Second year onwards, this commission drops to 7.5%, which means on your next premium of one lakh the agent is going to make seven and a half thousand rupees what is he going to try and do where how are the incentives structured he will keep trying to sell you new policies every few years because that is how he is going to make his money so the incentives are to sell you these new products so then you will ask oh but i can get out and get my money back i can you know withdraw my money and there'll be a small cost yes but Insurance rules ensure that agent doesn't lose, nor does the company. Because if you withdraw, there are huge penalties on you. If you pay the first premium and you don't pay the second, your entire money is gone. If you pay the second premium and don't pay the third, you can get about 70% of your money back. If you've paid five premiums and you don't pay the sixth, you can get only half your money back. Almost till the end of the policy, so 12 years and more. Almost till the end, if you see your screen, you will see the graph which is showing you. Insurance companies are able to return less than what you had invested. Almost till the end of the life of the policy, at which point the curve suddenly goes up and you're making a 3% average annual return. So you are getting trapped into a policy where everybody makes money. How do the companies make money? If you lapse your policies in the first few years the company books what are called lapsation profits the rest of it is called surrender charges and the company makes money on that shareholders into insurance companies benefit because as profits rise the share prices rise so the entire ecosystem makes money at your cost so how do we know that people don't stay very long and companies use this as a strategy to launch products, to trap you into the first year to buying and then uh, continue to sell you fresh policies after every few years. So here is where we look at this number called persistency, which is basically telling us that how many policies out of 100 survive after five years. The data is shocking less than half the policies are alive five years after they were they were born, they were bought and sold. IRDA, the regulator only gives us 61st month persistency, which means we don't know the data for the sixth year, seventh year, tenth year, 15th year, 20th year. We don't know how many policies on an average are alive after five years. Industry insiders say, that the number is shockingly small. It could be as less as 10 to 20% of policies. Finally, see the end of the term for which they were bought, which means the entire, your investment is not getting any return. You're getting less than what you invested because of the high costs, which is why these products are built like traps. What do we need at this point? We need huge regulatory mindset change. At the very minimum we need better disclosure what stops irda from disclosing persistency numbers for the 10th year 15th year why don't we have a data number which tells us x percent of policies saw maturity that they were held till maturity and the the old insurance habit in india of blaming the customer so any conversation ends with oh the customer bought they should have known And it's their fault that they're not carrying it on. You know, the insurance industry needs to understand this is a very 60s and 70s mindset where you're blaming the consumer. You are selling a product which is not easy to understand, where nobody takes the responsibility of mis-selling, of lying and cheating about the products and its features. And then you go on and blame the consumer. So it's it's really, it's not... uh, So it benefits the industry and the agency right now, but at some point, households will figure out what's happening. Regulator needs to disclose the persistency numbers till maturity of all the policies. Regulator needs to put in place a mechanism so that people understand what the return is in percentage terms, not some weird number which puts the return not in relation to your investment, but to a third number. So the IRR of the policy must be disclosed. The regulator needs to change the incentives so that the incentive to the agent is to get the investor to stay the course of policy. So there is is an investor who doesn't mind the low return, but wants the guarantee. And she's okay to stay for 20 years. So you you should actually incentivize the agent to get that person to stay for 20 years rather than front-loading incentives and getting the agent to churn the investor every few years. That is what the regulator needs to do. What should you do? Just stay away from bundled insurance plans. Only if you have people dependent on your income, do you need life insurance? The only product you need is called a term insurance plan. You can buy it online. You can cut out the agent commission. You should not lie on the form. You should give your truthful information. You should go for a medical test so that if there is a claim, They cannot refuse it on the basis of poor disclosure on your part. So you must do all of these things so that in this tough time, your money is protected. That is all that I have for you in this episode. Do join me again and continue to write to me at moneywithmonicaatlightment.com. Till next time, stay healthy and stay wealthy.